Welcome to 541. Five minutes for the first day of the week. I am your host, Martin Bartenhorst, a member of the Order of Preachers or Dominicans. The fifth Sunday of Lent. What does Moses command? In Deuteronomy 22, verse 22, If a man is discovered having relations with a woman who is married to another, both the man and the woman with whom he has had relations shall die. Moses also said in Deuteronomy 17, verses 6 to 7, The testimony of two or three witnesses is required for putting a person to death. No one shall be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. At the execution, the witnesses are to be the first to raise their hands against him. Afterward, all the people are to join in. Furthermore, there is the following principle in the law of Moses. In Deuteronomy 19, verse 18 and 19, If, after a thorough investigation, the judges find that the witness is a false witness, and has accused his kinsman falsely, you shall do to him as he planned to do to his kinsman. Do we see any evidence of honouring what Moses said by those bringing the woman in this episode? Nor did Jesus. I would imagine that it is the text of Deuteronomy 19 that Jesus writes in the sand as this crowd stands ready to stone a woman. Everyone participating in the mob is sinning against the law of Moses, and as the realization dawns, the crowd thins. Because, you know, Deuteronomy 19 is staring them in the face as Jesus writes. Let it be done to a false witness, as they would have do to their victim. And the woman is not condemned, she is empowered. The imbalance in male and female empowerment in the ancient world was so extreme that a death sentence against a male would have been a total deterrent. Blaming and killing the woman for the man's abuse, ach, that's just another ordinary day. The imbalance in male and female power in Jesus' time perverts the law and absolves men by criminalizing only women. And we see that in this encounter. Some aspects of our relationships have come a long way since biblical times. On the other hand, we use exactly the same approach to cling to entitlement and our understanding of power. The application of law against citizens and immigrants still shows this imbalance. The application of law against the rich and influential and the poor and disempowered still shows an imbalance. The application of law against white offenders and black offenders still shows an imbalance. The application of labor laws with regard to men and women still shows an imbalance. We are still the crowd 
being challenged by Jesus. During Lent, we often focus on personal repentance and conversion. This gospel shows a whole mindset still infecting us, which calls for our social conversion and a greater witness to the common good. We now move from the personal to the social, the structural wrongdoings in our midst. So we pray for a greater insight into the power structures of our own time, and we ask for the wisdom to bring challenge, healing, and building up of the common good to the world. Our challenging of structural imbalance can be as simple as a gesture of gratitude towards those who have to work on holidays. The simple effort to see the world from the side of the marginalized, to appreciate the sacrifices of others, helps us to embrace the purpose of the law, which is the common good. Also to avoid the abuse of law, to enhance our own interests. Jesus does not condemn because he has compassion for the complexities that drive the human heart. We condemn out of a lack of compassion. Let us work on the compassion which brings hope and relief to others. <laughs>